Good morning, Truth. I know you're used to receiving the message a little earlier in the morning, but because it is Good Friday and I know a lot of you have today off, I wanted to allow you time to rest without your devices pinging because rest is holy as well. It is Good Friday, the day that we commemorate the crucifixion of Jesus. And I want to read to you this morning from Matthew 27, the account of the crucifixion. The scripture begins by reading, Early in the morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people made their plans on how to have Jesus executed. They bound him, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate, the governor. When Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver that he received for betraying Jesus back to the chief priest and the elders. I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. What is it to us? They replied, that's your responsibility. Jesus, Judas threw the money into the temple and left, and then he went away and hung himself. The chief priest picked up the coins and said, it is against the law to put this into the treasury since it is blood money. So they decided to use the money to buy the potter's field as a burial place for homeless people. That is why it is called the field of blood to this day. Then what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled. Jeremiah spoke. They took the 30 pieces of silver, the price set on him by the people of Israel, and they used them to buy the potter's field. Meanwhile, Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of Jews? You said so, Jesus replied. When he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate asked him, do you hear the testimony they are bringing against you? But Jesus made no reply, not even a single word to a single charge, to the amazement of the governor. Now it was the governor's custom at the festival to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. At the time, they had a well-known prisoner whose name was Barabbas. When the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked them, which one do you want me to release to you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called the Messiah? For he knew it was out of self-interest that they had handed Jesus over to him. When Pilate was sitting on the judge's seat, his wife sent him a message. Don't have anything to do with that innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus executed. Which of the two do you want me to release to you? asked the governor. Barabbas, they answered. What shall I then do with Jesus, who is called the Messiah? Pilate asked. They all answered, crucify him. Why? What crime has he committed? Asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, crucify him. 
when Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that instead an uproar was starting. He took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I'm innocent of this man's blood, he said. It is your responsibility. All of the people answered, his blood is on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them, but he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into paratorium and gathered the whole company of soldiers around him. They stripped him and put on a scarlet robe and then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on his head. They put a staff in his right hand. Then they knelt before him and mocked him. Hail, King of the Jews, they said. They spit on him. They took the staff and struck him on the head again and again. After they had mocked him, they took off the robe and put on his own clothes. Then they led him away to be crucified. As they were going out, they met a man from Cyrene named Simon and they forced him to carry the cross. They came to a place called Gaphia, which means the place of skulls. There, they offered Jesus wine to drink mixed with gall, but after tasting it, he refused to drink it. When they had crucified him, they divided up his clothes by casting lots. And sitting down, they kept watch over him there. Above his head, they placed the written charge against him. This Jesus, the King of Jews. Two rebels were crucified with him. One on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads saying, You who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. Come down from the cross if you are the Son of God. In the same way, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and elders mocked him. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross and we will believe him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. In the same way, the rebels who were crucified with him also heaped insults on him. From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, which means my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, He's calling on Elijah. Immediate, one of them ran and got a sponge. They filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At the moment, 
the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split, and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the satyrian and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, surely he was the son of God. Many women were there watching from a distance. They followed Jesus from Galilee to care for his needs. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's son. As the evening approached, there came a rich man from Aramiah named Joseph, who had had himself become a disciple of Jesus. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate ordered that it be given to him. Joseph took the body, wrapped it in clean linen, and placed it in his own new tomb that he had cut out of rock. He rolled it, a big stone in front of the entrance to the tomb, and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting there opposite the tomb. The next day, the one after preparation day, the chief priest and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, they said, we remember that while he was still alive, that deceiver said, after three days I will rise again. So give the order for the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may come and steal the body and tell the people that he has risen from the dead. This last deception will be worse than the first. Take guard, Pilate answered. Go make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went and made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting the guard. That is the account of the crucifixion of Jesus. The account that we should be intentional about remembering the sacrifice that Jesus made, the mockery that he endured, the disrespect that was shown, and then finally the blood that was shed. Many people ask why is Good Friday referred to as good? What the Jewish authorities and Romans did to Jesus was definitely not good. However, the results of Christ's death are very good. In Romans 5 and 8, the scripture reads, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Even those that stood and mocked him, even those who screamed crucify him, even those who spit on him. His love also included them 
in the sacrifice that he made when he died for the sins of all humanity. In 1 Peter 3 and 18, the scripture tells us, for Christ died for the sins once for all, the righteous and for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. Enjoy your Good Friday today. And remember, when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood for me. One day when I was lost, she missed out. Savior's blood, my shepherd. It was my Savior's blood. It was my Savior's blood for me. One day when I was lost, she must die on the cross. And I know it was the blood for me. Hadanamosia. They pierce him in his side. Thank you, Jesus. They pierce him in his side. They pierce him in his side for me. See, these young people don't know how to play these songs. But one day when I was lost, He hung his head and died. The Shamandalos. He hung his head and died. He hung his head and died. And I know it was the blood for me. And they laid him in a tomb. They laid him in a tomb. They laid him in a tomb for me. And the Pandora One day when I was lost, she was dead. And I know it was the blood for me. But then he rose up from the dead. Oh! Oh! 
Jesus died on the cross. And I'm almost in the sky. And I know it was the blood. And this is the last one I want to make it. You need to get ready because he's coming back again. Real soon, he's coming back again. He's coming back again for who? For me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For one day when I was lost, ah, Jesus died. Died on the cross. And I know.